Hey everyone, I'm David Finns, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, we have met the enemy, and he wants his allowance. While the cybersecurity community turned its attention to the conflict in Ukraine, we were confronted this past week with the revelation that the Lapsus Hacking Group, which infiltrated the networks of several high-profile IT companies and taunted them on social media, was spearheaded by a 16-year-old lad in the UK. This should come as no surprise, given recent media reports of middle school children gaining unauthorized access to their school district's networks. Oi, these kids today. Amazingly, one of the targets of Lapsus efforts was a firm used by thousands of businesses to provide multi-factor authentication. There seems to be some dispute between that firm and the hackers in terms of when the attacks were perpetrated, how many customer accounts were compromised, and what the potential impact might be. One thing is clear, though. As we learned during the attack on a prominent MSP last year, vendor management is key. Buyers of these services tend to not have much negotiating leverage, and knowing your rights and obligations under the service agreement is important, as is understanding the types of security controls your vendors have in place and the extent of any insurance they carry. Now, Alliant is not a law firm. We don't dispense legal advice, and we are not intended to serve as a substitute for in-house or outside counsel. However, we can review your vendor contracts from the perspective of how they line up with your insurance to help you better understand how your coverage may or may not respond to different types of events. This is especially important from the standpoint of your ability to waive your insurer's right of subrogation, something that is often inserted into these service agreements by vendors and which needs to be carefully considered in light of your policy wording. Now please note, this is intended as general information and guidance, and you will want to consult with a qualified insurance broker about your specific coverage needs. The other takeaway from this is that the victims of cyber events can suffer damage to their reputation. Following news of the compromise to its customers' accounts, shares of the MFA provider dropped 11% in a single day. While a variety of factors may have been involved, I'm sure the confusion surrounding the event did little to allay investors' concerns. This is where a public relations firm can help. PR and crisis management services are a valuable component of cyber insurance coverage, and it's good to establish a relationship with these firms before the need arises. So if you need a referral to these vendors, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on LinkedIn or email me at david.fins at Alliant.com, and I'll be happy to put you in touch with several firms that you can vet for yourself. And if that firm is not on your insurer's panel, you'll want to ask that they be added by endorsement to the policy before a claim arises. Making sure that our clients have integrated key service providers into their incident response plan is just one more way that Alliant helps you find the more rewarding way to manage risk. Thanks for listening. Thank you.